0: You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American. Recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello and welcome to episode one of Eric's America. I am Eric Bolin. I'm just an average guy who likes to talk about America, the problems, the solutions, what have you. I like to talk about it and this is my way of bringing it to everybody else so the people around me don't have to hear me drone on by myself all the time. So a little bit background, live now in West Michigan, grew up in Southern West Virginia, Grew up pretty conservative, pretty religious, Um, not so religious anymore, but still fall on the conservative side of things for the most part, but socially, I'm fairly liberal. Don't really care about people's preferences, all that, not a huge deal, but I'll be talking about all kinds of things that are happening, uh, ideas that are out there, all kinds of things that affect America and what we should do about them. So episode one, I actually recorded a full episode before and then brought this to my attention and I said, well, this is really more important. This is more about what I want to talk about. I'm sure I'll be bringing up the subjects I had in my original recording. Some of it will come up now. It's it'll all work out. But a lot of what I want to talk about is the preservation of the country I love. I want to keep Our freedoms, our liberties. I don't want government infiltrating every part of my life or any part of it for that matter. And, you know, beautiful things like this, I get a record and send it out there and everybody can listen to it. And I'm free to do that, free to have my opinion. And that is something that never should ever, ever be taken away. So my first episode is pretty much started looking through things, just had the uh, first primary caucus, whatever in Iowa. And this is nothing new. I knew a lot of this before, a lot of these things before, but I just started reading more about it the other day and looking at several things. And it really, really quite, quite scary. Honestly, it's very scary. Um, I always knew that uh, at least one of the, uh, democratic candidates was, you know, out there a little bit out on the fringe, I realized that it had grown to quite that size. And maybe that's just me not paying more attention to these things as I should be, which I encourage everybody to do and encourage everybody to be more involved because whether you think it matters or not, it's going to end up mattering one way or another. So please, please do some research, learn, educate yourself. Knowledge is always, always the best defense against anything really. So I started hearing this phrase over and over and over the phrase of democratic socialism. And personally, I don't think those two words go together. Democratic socialism. It's weird. It's a very odd statement. How do you get from by the people for the people to I'm going to tell you what to do Eh, as It's a little little weird, a little mixed up. So, I'm going to start breaking that down and why it should scare the hell out of you. Which it does scare the hell out of me. Socialism is not a new idea. Not even close to a new idea. It is one that's been tried many times and has failed many times. And the usual result is tyranny, dictators, Depression, failed economy, starvation, civil war, uprisings, blood, death, collapse. Maybe not always in that order, but some semblance of order, that is how it usually goes. The reason that it usually fails is because people, for the most part, are never going to agree nor have they in the past to allow others in the ruling class we will call them for this to dictate everything to them and that word is very very important dictate because that's essentially what happens whether you say well these people put us in power to make sure we tell them what to do or if you just take it either way you are dictating to all the people what they're going to do in one form or another. The free stuff, as we'll call it, is the snowball that gets it started. Now, it sounds great. It sounds wonderful to a lot of people when you come out and say, we're going to make this free and this free and this free. But what is really free? What do you get in your daily life that is truly free? Air? Now, maybe it. Air. Maybe because no one's figured out a way to bottle it and sell it back to you, but still, that may be all you get that is free. Love, possibly. Very finite amount of things that are truly and utterly free. So this is when I start to become a huge skeptic. When you start telling me, well, we're going to put this and this is going to be free and that's going to be free and this is going to be free. Somebody's paying for it. Now, who are the people paying for it? Now they will keep telling you, well, it's simple. It's just a simple solution. All you do is you get all the people at the top and we're going to take all their money and we're going to use it to take care of all of you. And it's all going to be a wonderful utopia. And we're going to gather around a campfire and sing songs and it's going to be wonderful. Now, all of us realize, well, I hope most of us realize, sorry, I hope most of us realize how insane that is at the core of it. You're going to go take someone's money that they've earned, you're going to take it from them and say, well, we're just going to give it to all these people. Why? Um, Because we said so. Because if you don't give it, you're a terrible, horrible person that we're just going to, you know, probably put you in jail or prison or work camp or something similar to that. And take it anyway. So probably should just give it of your own free will. If that doesn't terrify you or convince you, how else do you think these things will be free? They're not free. That is the whole point of the whole exercise is it's not free. Someone has to pay for it. Now, we are all burdened by higher prices for things and finding a way to make enough money to pay all of our bills and all that. Now imagine that now you're asked to give 60% of everything you earn to the government for all these free programs. Now, the next thing is they say, well, it's going to be fine because we're going to raise the minimum wage. Well, the problem is somebody has to pay for that too. And what you end up with is... All these great ideas that somebody's got to pay for. And they keep saying, well, we're just going to keep taking it from the rich. I mean, they have more money than whatever. We're just going to keep taking it and taking it. Well, what happens? Those people decide, well, we're not paying it anymore. We're either going to leave. We're going to shut down our businesses. We're going to get the hell out of this country. Or we're just going to run. Maybe even put together our own armed forces to fight back. All these things have happened in the past. This is what happens. Complete chaos. On top of that, the idea of giving everything away for free and you should be entitled to this and that because you are an American, which is a is sort of an insane idea. The fact that the only things that we are guaranteed are our freedoms. Everything else has to be worked for. That's what this country was built on, where people that came here worked. They just wanted the opportunity to be able to build things for themselves, not allotted by a government. And that is a very important idea. That is a very important identity that we should keep. Being an American doesn't entitle you to things. The only thing it entitles you to is the opportunity to be no matter who you are, to be able to achieve things, whatever that goal may be. If you work hard, do the right things, you can't achieve it. Now, the whole thing of, well, this person doesn't have the same opportunity. That person doesn't have the same opportunity. None of us do. Hell, if the world was fair, I mean, I'd be Michael Jordan. But physically, I am not. I am not blessed with those gifts. Now, am I supposed to be able to achieve the same things he was? In this society that they want to build, of course, yes. Well, it's terrible that he has more physical ability and more talent than you do. So he shouldn't have more than you have. <clears throat> That's just the way it is. That's life. I mean, I realize I'm a, you know, five, nine guy who is not exactly athletic and I can't achieve those things. I try to achieve them in other ways, whether it's music, whether it's through this, speaking on a podcast, whether it's whatever that is america you're not given it you earn it and that's what made things for years and years and years so sacred and while people fought for it was the right to be able to earn their way not be given so when you take that idea away you're instantly starting to strip identity away from who we are as a people now, I'm not going to get into the whole thing about social justice and all this thing because it gets a little out of control, first of all. Second of all, I already believe there are systems systems in place to regulate these things. For example, someone owns a business, doesn't want to sell to this minority or that group or this group. Somebody down the street opens the same business and says, fine, come down here. So this guy either... Keeps doing what he's doing, or he says, "Wait a second, I want that money. I want to earn and achieve. So I'm going to, you know, change my mind about those things." That that's the way it works. It is not for the government to step in and say everybody has to do this, 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 and this. The system is built in. It's built into the system to work. Or people will come out and protest and and gather and say that it's wrong until someone changes their mind. This is all things that we're allowed to do, and what makes this country great. It is not about the government passing 14 billion laws to tell you everything you say, can, can't say, do, all that. That is not what it's about. That is dictatorship. That is oppression. It is not progressive. No part of progressive is oppression. Big thing for me. Progressive is not oppression. Maybe I should get some t-shirts. The next thing other than the social order, which that has been a ploy for socialists and communists for years and years and years because they buy, buy into that. They want you to buy into it. I should say they want you to buy into that, but they only worried about all the, the huddled masses that are so underprivileged and downtrodden and empower them to take over this. And it's a great way I'm not saying it hasn't worked, it's worked for years and years, to then gain power over all. And once that power is there, the only thing they need you for is just to keep working to build and build their power. Not about building you, about building them and collective and whole. And what happened to building for me? That all goes away. It's all about the collective and unity and all that stuff. And it's great. We should be unified under some, some ideas, freedom, liberty, and our rights and what they meant when they were founded and what people have actually fought and died for. That's what should unite us. That is what truly should unite us and make us angry That there are people that want to take this away. Now, granted, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I probably would have fell more to the left side of things. When this huge, huge car accident happened and the left went so far to the left that now it's socialism and communism and destroying central banks, and destroying private business, and destroying our economy, and now you're just, everything's going to go to the government, and it starts small with things like, oh, well, these people are making too much money, so the government's going to come in and and compete with them. That's how it starts, and it's just a stone's throw away from saying, well, now we're, we have more money because we're bringing in all this tax money and you can't earn all that. And we decide on all the regulations. So of course we got a leg up there. So we'll just regulate you out of business. And the only business left is our business, the government as a business. And that's truly what they want. They want everything under the government auspices so they can dictate every nuance of your life, which makes me absolutely insane. Anyway, Other things that have been said are sort of reasonable. Legalize marijuana. Well, go right ahead. I don't know why it's taking you this long. So many great things can come out of that. Not only revenue for fixing things like, oh, I don't know, infrastructure. There's something you could agree on. There's something you could make work. Raise money. Fix roads, bridges. Fix old infrastructure. Sounds amazing. There's a great idea. Get busy with that. But that's not what it's about. It's not about common sense fixes for things. It has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with gaining power. Gaining power and taking over your country. Because they don't want you to run your country. Only they can. And it's it's scary. It's absolutely terrifying. I want to hear all sides of something to make my decision. And whereas some things on, on the right side right now, you know, some of the more crazy rhetoric and and maybe says some things that I don't agree with that bothers me. But if this is the only alternative, then I'm certainly no part of this. So it leaves so many of us going, what the hell, what is going on? What is going on? This is terrifying. One of the huge issues that I take with all this is how can people buy this? How can people set and willingly give away their liberty, their freedoms? It's because so many do not pay attention to the past. And it's it's an old saying that those who pay no attention to the past are doomed to repeat it. And that's the problem. What are we teaching? Are we not educating everyone the way they should be? Did we not warn people about these things? Or are the ideas of just throwing everything free at people really winning them over? Because I believe that 90% of us are way smarter than that. We're way more advanced we know this, that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And no one gives you things free without an alternate artillery motive. It's like a loan shark. He'll give you all the money you want, but you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it. So that being the premise, it does kind of confuse me how people are just buying into this rhetoric. Like, Hey, yeah, we're all going to have free everything. And, And we're going to get money just for waking up in the morning. And nobody's going to own the businesses. They're just going to profit share with everyone. And that's not how it works. It's not how any of it works. And the problem is, it won't work. And they can keep yelling it until they're purple in the face. But that's not going to change the fact that it absolutely will not work. They know it doesn't. That's not their idea. Their idea isn't to try to make it work. It's just to sell people on something so they can get the power to then shape it the way they want to, which I'm not even sure what their idea is. Honestly, they know all these ideas won't work. It's been tried many times. But then again, there is the arrogance of we're smarter than anybody that's ever walked the face of the earth and we know better. So we will make this work. The destruction of the middle class is the first thing that you need to do to make this work. You're going to have to destroy the middle class because those are the true people that are, are free. The people at the very top, the 1%, there's not a lot of them. There's not a lot of those people. And for the most part, to be in power, you're going to have to kind of align with those people and kind of give them a pass here and there and and that's really not going to be your bread and butter. What your bread and butter is is destroying the middle class because those are the people that have enough money to buy their property, to own their homes, to own the American dream. And that's what you've got to stop. You need them down down a few pegs. You need them in poverty to where they have to be dependent on you because they the whole idea is you're going to have to be solely dependent on the government. And if you're not dependent on them, they don't need you. Unless you're in the wealthy 1%, then they need your money. So they're going to be nice to you. They're going to figure out a way to keep keep those ties open. But the ones they truly hate and the ones they truly want to take out are the middle class. Because the middle class doesn't need them as much as they need the labor. I find it frightening because the same kind of ideas have been used in the past to build some scary, scary things. Not just the Soviet Union, but Nazi Germany. And people are going to say, well, what are you crazy? You can't compare the two. They're talking about, you know, equality through this and equality through that. So were these people. Go study history. Read a book. Do what you need to. So were they. So were they freedom through work on the door of Auschwitz. It's so it was written freedom through labor, similar, very similar. Just come depend on us. We're going to give you everything you need. Don't worry. Oh, you're not going to need those guns. Don't need those. You don't need that. You don't need all this extra stuff. Just, we're going to give you whatever you need. Just trust in us. That's exactly what they told the American Indian too. See how well it worked out for them. So don't be the next group that says, oh, don't worry, just just believe in your government. Your government will take care of you. That is absolutely insane, nor should the government be taking care of me personally. And I think I speak for a whole hell of a lot of Americans that says, you know what? I don't want the government taking care of me. We've seen how that works. No thanks. We're going to take care of ourselves. And you take care of your governmental issues. You know, you secure the country. You take care of the big, huge overriding issues. And we're going to take care of us. And one thing I find surprising over and over and over again is the idea of, well, we need to create this and this and this. We need to create all this government to watch over everything. Some of the best funded hospitals for children And for cancer is all privately funded. It's just people giving because they care. Now the government didn't show up and threaten them and say, hey, you have to give this. No, they gave because they care. Millions for charity, but not one penny for tribute. It's a very, very interesting thing. People should remember that. I believe people, for the most part, are very willing to help out people that have less. We want to see people succeed. Hell, the biggest thing to sell in this country is the underdog. We want to see the underdog win. We want to see the guy from the bottom pull himself up and be the top. That's just the way we're built. We love that. And we are willing to help. We just don't want to be told that we have to. At the end of the day, we all want the same goal. It's just... How do we get there? The answer is not through government, that is for sure. and We know this. Time and time and time again in history, we see that that is not the answer. We know that's not the answer. So, how do you how do you educate people? Well, I'm hoping to do some of that with this. Hopefully, more people will wake up and listen and realize that it's just a gun in the back of the van, with the candy bar, going, "Hey, yeah, you know, I got candy. I got free stuff." come on in because you will pay for it or you will get hurt. That I can promise you that you can take to the bank all day long while there's still a bank in case they, you know, you didn't hear they want to break up the central banks because, you know, got to get a hold of that money. People can't take care of their own money. must have the government to tell you how to take care of your money. So many, many things have come out of the new democratic social, which I hate even calling it that democratic social party. That's complete nonsense. Why don't we just call them the Dotsies, that sounds better to me. The Dotsie party, the Dotsies, they're going to come and tear down your companies and kick everybody out and tell everybody exactly what you can and can't say. And boy, if you step out of line, I can only imagine. Because we all realize utopia doesn't exist. The world's not fair. Life's not fair. We realize this. Trying to engineer it that way doesn't work either. What does work and what I find amazing is even though myself, I'm not in the position that I wish I was. And I don't believe most people are. Most people aren't. Most people aren't in the financial or social, whatever situation they would love to be in. But that's what makes it great is being able to have that dream to achieve and know that, man, if I work on this and I work on that and I save here and I do this. I can achieve. I can achieve. Within reason. Now I'm sure I will end up creating an entire episode. At least one episode. Maybe more. About the lies that have been told to us about. Through media. About crime. And how terrible it is. And how scary it is. When actually it's very low. But that is a tactic keep saying that everything's so terrible, everything's so terrible, everything's so terrible. We need to make all these huge sweeping changes to fix everything. And we're going to fix it all and just trust us. And I'm sure I'll be bringing that up more than once, many times over to actually let you know, Hey, it's actually not bad news. We're actually fairly safe. So we don't need to make huge sweeping changes. One scary thing that I find absolutely mind-blowing is the idea that we're going to give everyone college which sounds on its face like an amazing thing great sign me up tomorrow uh first of all paying for it's going to be a little steep because obviously they're going to have to accept whatever they can get paid so a lot of colleges are basically going to shut down because you know we're not going to pay everybody to go to all these high-priced schools second problem with this then becomes what domain does it fall under because basically all that's going to be left are public institutions i.e. government ran and this is a very very interesting ploy because what it does is allow you to then dictate the ideology that will be taught no matter what and that is something that is truly scary truly frightening now should it be easier for more people to go to college well yeah yeah it should be but that's a whole nother ball game that's going back and inspiring people and educating people on what they need to do and getting to that next step and inspiring them to achieve more it is not a tool to ideologically change a country it is however a very interesting ploy that many countries use to keep their citizenship in line. Interesting enough, interesting how that works, because once it becomes under their control and they control it, obviously goes without saying it's a very, very two plus two equals four metaphor that everybody can understand very well. The whole idea that we all have to be changed, bothers me bothers me why does everybody have to change all the time the whole idea is you have to follow these ideas these these framework of rules or you're just antiquated or ignorant or they have no use for people unless they follow in their ideology which is scary When you consider you're wanting to have power over a free society. Over a free society. The whole idea of that is the fact that not everybody's going to agree with you. Not everybody's going to think you're the greatest thing in the world. And therefore, you have to find a way to somehow make that work. And that's the trade-off we make. And the compromise. All freedom comes with compromise. Always. Like, it goes back to the same thing. Nothing's free. There is a price. The price we pay is the fact that we have to hear and and go through different situations that maybe we don't like. But that's part of life. That is the deal you make to be free. You have to listen to people spout off things that you don't agree with, or you may find repulsive. Repulsive. Or you look at it the other way and things that you go, Oh my God, is this what we're talking about today? Oh my Lord, is this what's going on? Oh, just makes my head hurt. But having both sides and everything in between is what makes us a great country and what makes this the best country on the face of the earth, bar none. Don't care what anybody has to say. It is, period. The things that have gotten us here, the ideas that were put forth, That is what needs preserved. That's what needs to be fought for. Those are the ideas that people should be marching in the streets to protect. And that's what I would really love to see. Really love to see people take back their liberties. Now, I don't want to go on saying that all ideas on both sides are just crazy and ignorant and all that. We know the people that are out there that say crazy, insane things or horrible things and most of it's for attention most of it's just to try to gain some sort of fame or infamy or whatever and we've dealt with these people we work with them we we go to the local bar and hear them I mean if I believed everything that anybody ever said then I would have met several secret agents and and private ninjas and all kinds of stuff at the bar after they had a few drinks we're all smart enough to realize what's going on and We pretty much just write, you know, it's whatever. I mean, unless you buy into it, then maybe that's a little scary. But other than that, most of us just dismiss it and go on and realize it is what it is. People want attention. People want a little bit of their 15 minutes or whatever. And, you know, a lot of that falls under it. The scary part is to start to prosecute people for these things. That is not what our country our law enforcement our courts that's not what it was set up for ever whether you agree or disagree whether you find it horrifying or or just sickening or whatever just don't listen to it walk away from it they have the right to say it and you have the right to not agree with them that's the beautiful part Is a little bit of education on both sides probably warranted and fix the whole problem? Probably. Knowledge is usually the biggest deterrent against all issues. Once you learn a little bit more about something, you're very much very much equipped to deal with it then. So there it is. But at the end of the day, it is not a criminal issue and and it has become some of these things have started to creep into our government in places. It's truly scary. One instance I saw recently: a guy's facing possibly up to 15 years in prison because he stole an LGBTQ flag and burned it. Now, should he have stolen it? No. Should he have burned it? I I don't know. I, I don't. You know, he stole it. Maybe he was getting rid of the evidence. I have no idea. The fact that they took that, labeled it something else. I'm giving the man a same sentence as if he killed someone is where my brain catches on fire. Now, should he have been doing these things? No. Prosecuting for that destruction of property, petty theft that's what he should have been prosecuted for. to then label it some kind of terroristic action or something. And they all justify it by saying, well, it could have escalated. He could have, he could have, he could have. We're not in the business of prosecuting people that could have done something because you open that door. That is one of those snowballs. It starts to roll. Okay, well, we got away with it this time. All right, the next guy who says something on the street corner, well, let's lock him up. Now we're going to have political prisoners. Isn't that what this whole country was built to fight against? So put him in jail for stealing the flag and burning it. Fine. But prosecute it as that. We're talking about abolishing death penalty and things like that for truly horrific people who do absolute horrific things. And now we're going to lock somebody up for 15 years for something like that. Absolutely ludicrous. This is the kind of thing that we have to fight against. Make no mistake about it. So these aren't things I think that are imminent dangers right now. I know there is a certain group of candidates right now that are spouting these kinds of things. And of course they're gaining some momentum in some places, but it's not a true threat to that's going to be the next ideology that takes over in the presidency. Now don't get me wrong. Having these ideas, talking about these ideas and these thoughts terrified me and and I changed my whole idea for this episode going, wait a second, this, this can't happen. Let me get that out there. But I don't think it's a real risk that we're running right now, but it can be in the future. Having the ideas and the thoughts are absolutely, you're right. Look into all of it. Check it all out. Look at all sides of it. I beg you to do so because that is part of being an American. We are all free to think and look and check out whatever we want. It's just the implementation that I'm scared of. So it is something we all need to guard against. It's something we all need to be aware of and educate ourselves. Look at what they're really saying. Look at what they really promise. Promising the world is usually the fastest way to get me to shut things off because I realize that's not how it works. Nor do I want the government giving me everything. I want to make for myself. And whereas our economy right now seems to be thriving, And we seem to be in a good spot in many ways. So there are very, very encouraging signs. And let's hope everything continues this way. But when you see things like this, look into it. Educate yourself. And really see what the idea is behind it. Because it's usually very, very, very easy to find the insidious ideas to taking power. Or maybe, in my case, in my opinion for this just a desperate way to try to find some way to get into power when your ideology has kind of ran its course and instead of trying to work with the other side and gain common ground it's just pushed further and further and further to the fringe and see if we can just break everything because I'm mad because things aren't going my way just my opinion this is Eric's America please download listen like always give a review going to have all the websites twitter instagram all those put up very soon come and leave comments ask questions and i'm sure that'll be a part of future episodes as well as trying to get people in to talk about different things so it's not just me here droning on all the time but that will be it for this episode i am eric and this is eric's america